Welcome to Integrative Medicine Solutions with Forum Health, the podcast. Our nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers believe in a new standard of healthcare, one that creates optimal health by focusing on partnering with you, understanding your needs, learning about your unique health history, and getting to the root cause of your concerns. Using advanced testing, emerging therapies, and the latest technology, Forum Health providers are at the forefront of integrative and functional health care for all. Your journey to better health starts here. This week, I'm going to be talking about um, best supplements for heart health. So, um, you can't out-supplement a poor diet, okay, I will say that. Um, but they can be very helpful if you've already got an issue going on, you're trying to work on um, implementing a healthier diet and a healthier lifestyle, you're already in problems you know, with cardiovascular disease, or maybe you, know, you have a health history in your family that you're trying to prevent the disease. And so if that's the case, the supplements can be very helpful for that. You have to have both. You have to have the, the diet, you have to have the lifestyle, and the supplements um, are a really nice touch to, to kind of help you through. Um, so the first one that I'm going to talk about is omega-3 fish oil. Okay, so really, really important um, supplement to take all the time. This is for every living human. I've had my daughter on fish oil since she was born. Um, you know, everyone in my family takes this, you know, product. You want it to be a high quality. Um, a lot of the ones that you're going to find over the counter, not necessarily going to be the best of quality and not going to be the proper dose um, that's going to help with the cardiovascular health. Um, so again, I'm going to be toggling here between screens because there's so much information, so I need my cheat sheet. So here are some of the benefits of omega-3 fatty acids. That's EPA and DHA. These are called essential fatty acids because your body does not make them on its own. They are essential. You have to get them externally. So these important fats can help to improve your insulin sensitivity, they can lower your cholesterol levels, they can lower triglyceride levels, um, and raise your HDL, which is your good cholesterol. It can redu help reduce inflammation, prevent blood clots, lower the risk of heart attacks. Uh, fish oil also improves nerve function, um, helps prevent common nerve damage in diabetics, um, Omega-3s also lower cancer risk. Um, again, we talked about type 2 diabetes. They help um, reduce the risk of autoimmune disease, depression, inflammation, essential for the functioning of every cell in our body, but many of us do not consume enough of them. Um, so, you know, you may have fish in your diet once a week. Um, that's not enough to get those EFAs, essential fatty acids. So that's where the supplement comes into play. If you are not a person who likes fish, I have plenty of clients who are like, nope, not on my menu. Well, then you absolutely need to make sure you're on a fish oil so you're getting these benefits. Um, so this next one, it is CoQ10. 
um, is the supplement I'm going to be talking about. Very important, this one actually reduces um, free radical damage in the body. Um, so oxidative damage or free radical damage um, of cell structures. So this plays an important role in the functional decline that accompany aging and cause disease. So it's both a water and a fat soluble antioxidant. Um, CoQ10 has been found to inhibit lipid peroxidation, which occurs when the cell membranes and low density lipoproteins are kind of exposed to those oxidizers. Um, so this, this causes a lot of issues with people. So when LDL, which is your bad cholesterol, when that's oxidized, CoQ10 is one of the first antioxidants to help offset those effects. But when you have high HDL or LDL and you go on a statin, a statin is going to actually reduce the amount of CoQ10 that you have in your body. So you're not going to be doing this as efficiently. Okay, so CoQ10 has been found to protect the membrane proteins and DNA from that oxidative damage. Um, it helps to neutralize those free radicals that contribute to nearly all age-related diseases, heart disease, cancer, diabetes, neurological disease. So um, this is a study that says one, one way this might be especially effective is found in a research study that discovered CoQ10 may protect from some oxidative stress caused by insulin resistance and related to, di to diabetes. Results on this are mixed on its effects on blood sugar. Um, again, bringing up the statin, I know so many people who are on statins. Um, you know, when I worked in the medical field and I would take people back into a room and we'd go over their medication list, statin, I would say 80% of the time was on their list. So these are the drugs that are prescribed when someone has high cholesterol and triglycerides. So this is going to be a little bit of a blip on the CoQ10 and statin effect. So although, you know, some believe that more research is needed, CoQ10 has strong potential for prevention and treatment of heart ailments by improving the cellular bioenergetics, acting as an antioxidant, boosting those free radical scavenging abilities. Um, what we do know is that CoQ10 supplementation is necessary for those taking statins since it can lower the side effects that they cause. Statins can have a lot of side effects and CoQ10 reduction, not always a, a great you know, thing with all of that going on. It's going to make those, those side effects worse. Statins are used to reduce an enzyme in the liver that not only decreases the production of cholesterol, but further lowers the natural, natural production of CoQ10. So um, big deal. If you're on a statin, you need to make sure you're taking your CoQ10. Um, it can also improve circulation. It can increase blood flow improve exercise performance and capacity for people who have suffered heart failure. So that's just a blip on CoQ10. There's so much more I could talk about. The, uh, the next product I'm gonna mention is Red Yeast Rice. This one is gaining popularity in the natural community for being a heart health supplement and helping with um, triglyceride issues. So it's a, a red yeast rice is a type of fermented rice that's produced using a specific species of mold. So normally mold is not a good thing. We want to avoid it at all costs, but in this case, there's actually health benefits to it. It contains the same active ingredient as cholesterol-lowering medications, 
Um, so that's interesting. It's been used in traditional Chinese medicine for a very long time, and that's because of its powerful heart health promoting properties. So it contains this compound called monocolon K. That's the same ingredient found in the prescription drugs like lovastatin. And for this reason, it's usually, you know, oftentimes a cost-effective alternative to pricey medications, and it's going to give you the benefits of, you know, reducing that cholesterol, improving your blood sugar and insulin levels without the negatives that come along with a statin drug. Um, let's see. Commonly sold as an over-the-counter supplement to help manage cholesterol and improve health. So high cholesterol is one of the main factors for heart disease. This causes the arteries to narrow, to stiffen, leads to an increased risk of heart attack and stroke. So red yeast rice is commonly used as a natural remedy to help lower these levels and promote heart health without the side effects that prescription drugs offer. There was one study that showed that red yeast rice lowered total cholesterol by an average of 15%, bad LDL cholesterol by 21% over about two months of use. That's pretty significant. Similarly, an eight-week study in 80 people reported that taking 600 milligrams of this red yeast rice twice a day significantly reduced bad LDL cholesterol levels compared to the control group. So this is a really good one um, to use. You know, whenever you get that that lab work done and the doctor's ready to you know use the statin, I always tell my client, can you hold off for just a little bit? Can we try diet and lifestyle and maybe some of these supplements to help first and then redo your labs in six months and see you know where we're at and if, if there's still necessity to take the drug? And a lot of times they'll be willing to let the client do that. The next one I have on my list is bergamot. Okay, so this is a specific type of bergamot that's used, this formula is through orthomolecular products, and I use this a lot um, on my cholesterol clients. So this contains um, a lot of different cholesterol balancing and cardioprotective flavonoids. Um, so the, de the research has demonstrated that this particular product has helped maintain healthy total cholesterol levels, um, healthy HDL levels, that's your good cholesterol, low-density lipoprotein, that's the LDL, and the very low-density lipoprotein, the VLDL, and triglycerides. So those are all the things that they check when you get a cholesterol panel done at your doctor. Those are all the things you're looking at. This product has demonstrated that it can help maintain healthy levels of all of those numbers. It also has antioxidant balancing properties and helps maintain normal inflammatory balance to preserve the coronary arteries. Okay, so really, really good product. I use this alongside of, you know, medication a lot of the times. And what I'll do is work on trying to get that person, you know, down enough on their labs that they no longer need the medication, but we stay on this for a little bit longer um, until we know lifestyle's balanced a little bit. The next one is berberine. So berberine is an alkaloid compound and it's found in the roots, the rhizomes, the stems and barks of a lot of different plants. It's used commonly in botanical and Chinese medicine. It's been used for centuries. Uh, berberine supports healthy LDL and glucose metabolism and cardio cardiovascular health naturally. Those two go together. Berberine GT, which again is a specific um, type of berberine that I use, a blend from Metagenics, 
Um, also features green tea, my green tea today, so make sure you get your cup of green tea and to help your heart. Um, it has Green tea has had numerous studies demonstrating huge benefits with cardiovascular health. So really great product. I use that one as well. It just depends. Like everybody doesn't go on all of this necessarily, but they may go on like the fish oil and the bergamot or the fish oil and the berberine. Um, so it just depends on what's going on with them. Garlic. Interesting, right? I use a product called Super Garlic. Super. Super Garlic. Um, so some studies have shown that garlic and garlic supplements may have positive effects on heart health by preventing cellular damage, regulating cholesterol, lowering blood pressure. Other research shows that garlic supplements may reduce plaque buildup in the arteries. So I actually take this myself for immunity because garlic is great for your immune system. Um, and so I, it's great for killing off like candida and fungus and, and different things like that, overgrowth of um, different bad bugs in the body. So I use this all the time, but good to know that I've got, you know, some other things going on with using this product. It's also helping my ticker. One product I was actually, when I was doing my research for today's topic, I um, never heard of this before, but it's called Arjuna. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It might be Arjuna, not sure. But it is a potential cardioprotective agent. It's an Ayurvedic remedy. Um, it ha Clinical uses have been shown to reduce the main thing that people use the Arjuna for is angina or chest pain. Um, so angina and myocardial infarction, uh, congestive heart failure and hypertension, cardiomyopathy, platelet aggregation, oxidative stress, and hyperlipidemia, which is high cholesterol. So lots of different things. All of those medical terms that I just spit off to you are all umbrellaed under cardiovascular disease. They're just different forms of it. Olive leaf is another one um, that came up in my research, which some studies were showing that olive leaf extract can help prevent LDL, that bad cholesterol, from building up in the arteries. This effect helps increase blood flow, lowers blood pressure, reduces the risk of heart disease. Um, olive leaf is also another great one for the immune system too. Okay, another specific product or a specific blend that I use for cardiovascular patients is this product called ArginCore. ArginCore is a medical food, so this is a blend of a lot of different things. Um, but it's a medical food that's formulated to like specific nutrition to support endothelial function, wound care, blood flow, all of those things. So it provides high quality L-arginine is the you know main component in here that is doing that job to support the wound healing through, through improved blood flow. So really good for the cardiovascular clients I work with. I always say when I use this product, it's almost like this, this powder, when it kind of gets into your system, it's gonna like clean and scrub out those arteries of all that plaque buildup. So the last one I'm gonna talk about needs a little explanation of how it works, um, but magnesium. So magnesium plays a huge role in the biochemical reactions in your heart muscle that generate your heartbeat. So the heart muscle, so it's a muscular organ, right? It's made of three layers of tissue. The middle layer is your heart muscle, and that's known as the myocardium. 
So like all muscles in your body, the heart relies on interactions with calcium and magnesium in order to contract and relax, contract and relax. So it's using that balance of calcium and magnesium to do that. So calcium stimulates the muscle fibers of the myocardium to shorten and contract, so that's the calcium, while magnesium blocks the calcium, allowing the muscle fibers to relax. So in, this is the way the magnesium is involved in the intricate, you know, kind of biological process that creates the heartbeat, right? Ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. So magnesium also plays a key role in the sodium-potassium pump, um, an enzyme involved in generating electrical impulses. So this is all, you know, a part of the cardiovascular system functions. Now it's about what type of magnesium. There's about 25 different kinds of magnesium if you went to your health food store and certain ones do certain things depends on what you need it for so magnesium taurate uh, so magnesium and taurine also support healthy blood pressure so uh, magnesium taurate is a great great one for specifically heart health so a recent animal study revealed that magnesium taurate significantly significantly reduced blood pressure in rats with high levels um, so this can bolster that heart health. And the other one that's specific to heart health as well is magnesium orotate. And that can also bolster heart health by improving energy production in your heart and blood vessel tissue. Okay, so those are my biggest, you know, guns, I guess you can say, when it comes to how do we protect the heart with supplementation. So... All supplements, you guys, I say this every time I talk about supplements, you want them third-party tested, you want them GMP certified, you know, just don't walk into any old store and pick up, you know, whatever fish oil is there because it, it's probably not what it says it is on the bottle or it's a very low dose of it, not exactly strong enough to maybe use it for what you want the effect or the benefit of. Um, the other thing is you want to always check with your doctor, right? Make sure that if you're on existing medications that there aren't any interactions. You want to not be your own doctor, even when it comes to your supplements. Make sure people are in the know um, when it comes to what you're taking. Supplements only get you so far. So the diet has to be in check. So we kind of talked about the list of those healthy foods the last time. So with that list, you know, you can pre-plan some of those healthy meals to fit all those nutrients in that you need. This is in addition to incorporating a lot of the heart-healthy foods into the diet. It's important to look at the rest of the diet as well. So the majority should consist of unprocessed foods. So, you know, if you just add in those seven things that I mentioned, you know, you also have to look at what else are you eating on top of that, right? So... The majority should be unprocessed whole foods, such as fruits, vegetables, lean meats, whole grains. Remember, we talked last time about the whole grain thing, whereas the refined grain, they strip everything down. It's only part of it. The whole grain is the entire grain. You're getting all that fiber and goodness. When you're grocery shopping, you've probably heard this one before, but sticking to the outer sections of the store, avoid the middle where a lot of the processed um, junk foods are going to be opt for the heart healthy fats when you're cooking or baking so skip things like vegetable oils margarine shortening those type of things choose the nutrient rich stuff like coconut oil extra virgin olive oil butter ghee is another great one that's heart healthy 
For those with existing high blood pressure issues, you do want to limit, you know, your sodium intake. But I'm going to tell you what, by reducing your amount of processed food that you're eating, you're going to be taking out a majority of your sodium from your diet. So most of the time when people switch over to a whole foods diet and you're eating lean meats and vegetables and fruits and healthy fats, there's not a lot of salt in there. So you actually have to add salt to your diet if you're doing these things. So the Himalayan uh, pink sea salt and the Celtic sea salt both have great minerals that are really good for your body. Um, uh, yeah, because you don't want to completely take that out. That can make you dizzy if your electrolytes get low. So if it all kind of seems a little overwhelming, you know, just start by making a small change each week. Okay, so just working your way up to that healthy, well-rounded diet. Um, you know, this article had some things about like some precautions. So although these foods are associated with, you know, those impressive health benefits, eating a few walnuts a day isn't going to make a huge difference if the rest of the diet is filled with those ultra processed foods. So as I just said, you know, same with the recommended supplements, you can't out supplement a poor diet. There's got to be balance. So use the heart healthy foods to round out a nutritious diet. Okay, so that's where we talked about all those things, the healthy fats, the lean proteins. And combine this with a healthy lifestyle, be active, right? Move your body, get sweating, get your heart rate up. Minimal stress levels, you know, we can only do so much in regards to stress, especially right now, right? The world is a little nutsy, um, but we can work on ourselves. We can work on how we respond to those stressors. Um, and that's the most important thing. So the stress can keep happening. It's if we are letting it build up and we're not dealing with it properly, that's where we're gonna have problems. Adequate sleep is going to help your magnesium levels, your blood sugar levels, all those things regulate. Okay, and then final thoughts on some heart healthy foods. Heart disease is a massive problem. We have established that. It's around the world, but America, we have our work cut out for us here. We have got some really bad stats. So let's work on making sure we're improving that. Um, so it accounts for nearly one third of all deaths worldwide. Diet is one of the biggest factors that can decrease your risk of heart disease, keeping your heart healthy and strong, including consuming a heart healthy diet, okay? So with being locked inside all the time and I don't know about all the listeners, but I'm in Michigan and it's real cold. It's gonna get down pretty low this week, I think. So that nixes, you know, a lot of walks and, and outdoor activities for most of us. Um, but, you know, we have, to, we have to get creative. We have to take control of our health and do what we can uh, with moving our bodies inside, coming up with a plan for exercise, coming up with a plan for, um, you know, protecting your heart with your diet, making sure you're not overeating and snacking on those ultra-processed foods and, and all that good stuff. And get in your cup of green tea. All right, you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy. I hope that this is helpful. All right, bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Forum Health Podcast. Forum Health is the first nationwide network of integrative and functional medicine providers. To learn more about this topic and to find a Forum Health provider near you, visit forumhealth.com.